I would say either you get the money or you would definitely double up, which is which I think which is I'm good for, obviously. That's up to you though, because you're the one who won. I'm upset. Fifty thousand on my head is disrespect. I'm upset. I I feel like I earned I earned the championship ring only by COVID. Like obviously I think it was a week or two before our playoffs were supposed it to was, start. It was, yeah. COVID happens and then Yahoo weeks later sends us all an email because you know that's a league we're in is Yahoo. Yeah. Um they send an email saying Trash, by the way. Sorry. I hate yeah, I just don't like Yahoo Sports. ESPN's so much better to me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't do many fantasy leagues. Yahoo's a it's all right. It's better than the first year we did it, I think, but wouldn't be my first choice. But Yahoo sends out this email saying, like, oh, whoever's at the top of your current standings would be the champion. I was first in our particular league. Mm-hmm. And then Nate in the group chat the other night just is like, yeah, like, season ended, blah, blah, blah. Didn't acknowledge me as the champion, Nate Kennison. Whose birthday is tomorrow, by the way. Happy early birthday. Happy early birthday, Nate. Um, Commit. I mean, we've had... I don't think this is leaked information here. Our league has had questions about Nate as commissioner before. And there was a push for me to... There was a push for me me to be commissioner last year. We tried to make you the first black commissioner in our league ever. (laughs) In our league as if there's many (laughs) options. It's me and you. We were were trying to... Yeah, we I mean... You would have been the first, but yeah, Nate, questionable decisions over the years, but we, you know, we rode with him. League's been good. And then yeah. this year, vetoing my COVID championship. I don't think that's a, just a commissioner thing. I think that's a, you obviously, I would take you out of it because you would need an odd number mm-hmm. to figure it out. And I think you would put up a poll. Does the championship stay or do we roll over the money for next year? Because I'd be okay with that. If we're saying roll over the money, cool. If we're saying it's the same amount of money, I feel like I got robbed of a championship ring. Mind you, I think I was going on like a seven-game win streak, not to brag or anything, because... No, you were hot. You were hot. But, yeah, I was the favorite going in, I feel like, and... How the the one seed, how could you... you In a fantasy league, if you're the one seed, 99% of the time, you're going to be the favorite. Unless there was a bunch of injuries that went on. But I was blowing people out. Like, I was particularly confident in this team. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, COVID happened. Which only it could for me to be one in the fantasy league. Granted, I was runner-up the year before. But, I don't know. I think I'm going to... If he officially vetoes my ring, I think I'm going to come in, like, prime run our test and just... I'm going to be angry, you know? I don't know. I'm going to be hostile in the group chats from now on. I, I would, don't know. I don't know what my draft performance is going to be like this Saturday. I don't want to... I want to say something, but I don't want to make it seem like I'm sticking up for my brother. <laughs> you, I mean, that's a good thing, you know? Family first. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but I'm definitely... I think... Warner I definitely Brothers think you either... Is, go Warner, ahead, go ahead. I was, shout out Warner Brothers Podcast. <laughs> Self-shout out. Self-shout out. But I think that we either go for... It all like we do double money, mm-hmm. or we give you the give me the championship yeah, ring. It's, that one I or, it's one or two. Like, that I COVID agree. gave me. I don't want to say I, I earned it. I completely agree with that a hundred percent. Update quickly. My fantasy league. We're in the playoffs for the league that mm-hmm. I went on my uh, draft trip for. Mm-hmm. I'm the one C ten and three. Joe Dezazzo nine and four. We got Timmy Gray who went eight four and one. 
and then we got uh, jo- Joey Wade who went eight and five. I'm feeling good. I got thirty five dollars already for winning my division and for being the best record. Joe does. Wow. Yes. Joe, okay. We did. You guys the, have divisions. Yeah. So in, like in fantasy, uh, ESPN splits it up into divisions, and okay. so in we had the top of the divisions get twenty or fifteen each. Person who has the most points gets twenty dollars because pretty much it's saying it's been the best team like scoring wise, and mm-hmm. then you get twenty dollars for being uh best record. And I almost pulled the clean sweep. I was nine points off of Joe. But I think I'm and we get one fifteen goes to first place, forty second, twenty five to third. Sounds like a high incentive league. Oh yeah, we sounds like a league. So we had it not incentive before at this year, but like last year in our league was one of the more dead years we've ever had. Like no one was really interested into it, and it was like we got bored. So we're, me and Austin were talking one night. So we're like one destination draft. Let's actually get together, hang out as friends for a weekend, get some because everyone's doing their own thing. People are gone wherever they're in college, whatnot. And then I was like, yeah, let's add some money to it to make, basically make it so people care. I like that. So, like it, so it basically it was like okay now, now let's actually go out there play for more than just because also another thing it was like end of the season it was like people would just throw in the towel but if you had a chance yeah, to get like, like the that. most points you could still get the most points obviously not have the best record mm-hmm. so like it just added more incentive for people not to. That's a really good idea. I like that. Yeah. I don't think we'll need that in our league yet. Our league's pretty competitive. We're and, apparently adding people to this mm-hmm. league. And for us, we are... My league, we have, like, pods of friends, but, like, we don't all see each other. Our our league, uh-huh. other than Steven, who's gone, and Casey, who's gone, everyone's close, and we just we see each other enough to where we just stay so close that it wouldn't, the competition's always going to be there. Yeah, we're all pretty competitive anyway. Yeah, you know? yeah 100%. And, uh... Yeah, we've had some highly controversial moments in this league. I did not expect to go. Oh, it's only six minutes. Yeah, we open up. If you can't tell, we're talking about our fantasy basketball league. And uh, <laughs> I had mentioned football, but yeah, fantasy. We had the uh, Derek drop of who CJ McCollum. CJ yeah, McCollum two years we've ago. Had a few. We've had a few questions. Like, yeah, I want to make it sound like Nate's a bad commissioner because he's definitely not a bad commissioner. Great guy. Amazing guy. I would, if I ever have a kid, Nate. Godfather. The first godfather, my son. Yeah. Just right there, I said it. But, I mean, we might need to overthrow him from the league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, sorry. That, that's the that's the ring veto talking. Yeah. I, so, I mean, you know, don't I take also, anything I say seriously. I have no problem adding, adding two more. I've just never been a fan in any platform of 12 people. I think hmm. ten is perfect. I think I think eight is too small because I think you can stack your team too much and it kind of it loses the element of picking sleepers and knowledge of sports sometimes because you just mm. have such a crop of people to pick from that like your fourth round pick could be someone along the lines of I like a Carl not Carl Anthony Town, but like a star, like an easy star pick. And it doesn't really count you don't really get into like in depth, which I like. And then twelve, I just feel like there's not enough star potential. Like I just feel like you get like you one. Said that's the group chat. Yeah, I, I haven't had support. I'm not gonna lie, I've been kind of not reading that. I kind of seen it half, but 
And like I, th- I think personally, ten is the best number to have. Mm. Some people do like twelve because it really dives into the sleepers. Like you have to go get that eighth man off the bench and find all that stuff. And then some people really like it, so you can just stack your team. But I'm we 10. might need a draft meeting before. Yeah, I'm ten's personally my favorite number because I think with ten you can still get you can get two in the NBA. You can get one superstar, borderline two, depending on where you're picking. And then you really can get like build from there. But then like the 13th through 17th picks are really where you're going to get your, oh, I think maybe Tyler Hero is going to bounce out and have a great, or Duncan Robinson is going to have, you know, just those type of players. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree. I mean, you would know more than me. Yeah, I'm a fantasy savant. You know, this is only my (laughs) third year. I might jump into the fantasy football as a... My debut got delayed this year, which I'm completely mm-hmm. okay with. So I'm, maybe a debut next year. But I love it. I love it. So I much. mean, you know, I just gotta say, you know, I don't do it for the money. I do it for the rings and for it to be taken from me. I don't want to say I'll be coming in like, you know, Death Row Records era Tupac. That angry. I won't be that angry. You won't but be I no won't Vaseline. There will be no. Yeah, there won't be no Ice Cube diss track. There won't be. You know, maybe. Won't be that Ron Artest, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see mm-hmm. how it goes. I get you. I, you're gonna. Well, I mean, if there is problems, maybe that will come out. Is all I'm saying. I I hope. I hope for I hope for controversy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Might fuck up everyone's day if I don't get my ring, or if, and then especially if the the money stays. I don't know. Break Nate's computer. <laughs> but I mean, it's Nate's birthday. <laughs> it's Nate's birthday tomorrow, so I mean, you know. We'll calm. All we'll good stay. vibes. We'll stay Godfather of my. Unborn, anybody. Chat. <laughs> How's the NFL been for you? Have um, you enjoyed it? Yeah, no, it's been a great. It's been it's been everything I've wanted, which is unpredictable. I can't say wanted everything I've expected. Yeah, the um, we had a the Patriots only pissed me off just because they lost to the Houston Texans. Like, yeah, that was a rough loss. Like they were, I would say we had talked off air and on. We have talked, we and had, I just think that they're. I think that they were a playoff caliber team. They just weren't in the position to be. And it's the same thing now because the Raiders won because the Jets are terrible. The Dolphins barely snuck one out. The Bills won. So every like eight and four Jets right are now. just terrible. Jets openly threw a game is yeah. what it looks like. Honestly. Honestly. And that sucks for the Patriots. But Free like Sam they Darnold. just need so much help. To get in. I just don't uh, think they're going to get in. But they can make noise if they're there just because of how well coached they are and they know who they are. Two things, two responses to that for me. One is, if we win tomorrow against the Rams, mm-hmm. it kind of kind of negates the help just because of where the schedule is. So that puts us mm-hmm. at 7-6, and six, puts pressure on everyone else to win Sunday. Yeah. So that's where it kind of changes it. Again, if we win, mm-hmm. Rams are going to be a tough team. To that beat. one, the Rams are looking like the best team in that division. But right the now. Patriots are playing their best football. Yes, uh, you know, once Belichick finds the identity, that's, it's going to be pretty tough to beat. And that's kind of where we're at. November, December knows where we are. We're just a run-heavy team, and really camped through for three fifty just two or three weeks ago. The throwing—that's the thing that it comes and goes. Like they've only thrown over two hundred. Two games this season. I think they that's feel the hard thing. That's just the hard thing with them is their passing offense is feels not non-existent great. at times. It's not great, but they can 
they can chuck it up when they want to. It seems like Cam can at least. Well, Cam his- can. It's just I don't know if he's gonna have the targets to do so. That is, that's then the only thing that I've ever had a problem with. It's just who's catching the ball from Cam, and then if his shoulder looked fine, and his shoulder looks fine, so that's not an issue. And we're getting healthy. Um, so yeah, that's my first response: is if we win tomorrow, we put the pressure on, and mm-hmm. then we'll, we own tiebreakers of a few teams in front of us, like Ravens, Raiders, and we're gonna be seeing the Bills and the Dolphins. And the Dolphins so which is key. that will it, it's. That three week stretch of the Cam COVID loss of raid, like that three, that just killed the entire season if we don't make the play. That's literally where the season will lost. 100%. And that's why, that the only reason why the Patriots wouldn't make the playoffs is that stretch, just because there are so many. In the AFC, the AFC is loaded. It really is loaded with just teams. There's, There's like six teams that are eight and four or better. But. Is loaded. I remain. I have the same feeling as I did before week one, which is anything in this season can fucking happen, which is exactly what we've seen. Like Lamar Jackson was just taken away from the Steelers Ravens game last week. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I think it was the day of the game or the night before the game, clear to play, mm-hmm. which changes the game for the Cowboys that yeah. last night. Um, So. My stance is kind of there, too, that we have no idea what the hell is going to happen these last few weeks here. Um, Like, even everything could go right for the Patriots, and I feel like something crazy still could happen, just COVID-related. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who who knows what we got going on? Um, And then my second response to your original Patriots in the playoffs was how different your tone is than when we had... We had what could have been a podcast episode a couple weeks ago when we got into this topic, right? Mm Mm-hmm. We had a good conversation. You were, you were anti playoffs, but you were also less confident in the team. But you sound much more confident now I'm in more, these last few weeks. What's changed your confidence? Um, I, they've built upon what I said. I said they against the Ravens game. I said they had found their identity. I just don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I still don't think they're making the playoffs, and it's only, and it as I I think I may have gotten lost in what we were talking about elsewhere. It's only because of where they're sitting in the standings. Mm-hmm. Like the Steelers are eleven and one, Chiefs are eleven and one, Bills nine and three, Titans eight and four, Browns nine and three, Dolphins eight and four, Colts eight and four, Raiders and Ravens are seven and five. It's mm-hmm. just there's so many Colts and Titans face off Sunday, I believe. So yeah. that'll kinda There's just yeah, there's um, there's so many teams that are just ahead. That that's the only reason why that the Patriots I don't think are going to make the playoffs. If they lose tomorrow, it's over. For them. If they lose really at any point, it's they, over they for have them, to especially early. They on have tomorrow. to get to ten wins. Ten um, wins is the threshold. They have to get to ten wins. I personally, I don't know if they make it, but I think if they win tomorrow, it's going to put a lot of pressure on Team Sunday. Then winning and tomorrow me, will change things. And look, Bill Belichick in New England having that over your shoulder is much different than having. Let's say the Dolphins over your the shoulder. Dolphins over your shoulder, or you know, or yeah, the Raiders, like that, or the, the Raiders, Raiders, you know, the Raiders. They get, no, you're right about that, that. That is that is true. I'm, I just don't think with the remaining schedules of these teams, I just don't see, I don't see two teams completely flaming out, and that's what you would need. You would need think, either the Colts or the Titans to just one of the two to fall off, and then you would need the Dolphins, who I believe have a pretty simple schedule, to just fall off. They got the Chiefs Sunday. Oh, yeah, that Sunday is a loss. And if they lose back-to-back to us, that puts us in 
control there. That would be eight and six, eight and six. They, it's going. They're going to need help. But one game at a time. Yeah, oh, this for is sure. The key they, one. For sure. If they don't beat the Rams, all pretty much this conversation is null and void. I think if they win tomorrow, which I don't know, my vibes, my vibes are good for tomorrow. I'm I'm nervous, but I'm not oh, nervous because well, you know what? The Rams. Every are, week's felt like a playoff game yeah, since that COVID stretch. The Rams have looked really, really good over the last. I'm not but saying you know whose defenses look great over the last few weeks. The page. Oh, the Patriots, the Patriots have. No, oh, the Patriots have too. I'm just saying the Rams defense also has. Aaron Donald's been putting his stamp on the last few games, which of course he's going to. It's Aaron Donald. We've got future NFL Hall of Famer Damian Harris on the roster. So I mean, you know, yeah, future Hall of Famer. I remember. <laughs> During the Ravens game, I remember thinking to myself, like, damn, it doesn't seem like I can remember Damian Harris getting tackled for a loss. And then it seems like the next quarter, one of them reported that he had only had one tackle for a loss that whole season at no, that point. He, he's, like, kind of not comparing the two, but just the first one that came to my mind. It's like Derrick Henry or Zeke, where they always, when they get hit, they fall forward. Because they run so hard, so instead of it being like he a runs one, extremely hard. Instead of it being like a one yard gain, it's always like a three yard gain because he just runs so hard that he runs he hard, but falls. he runs fast. Because mm-hmm. there's been bigger backs like Henry. Henry w- is a good comparison, but yeah. he's a monster. Harris yeah. being, he reminds me, and he his career ended in controversy. Ray Rice used to run like that. Yes. Early Ray Rice, yes. he was shorter, but oh he'd, he'd hit the hole hard. His, that That's game where how, they blew us out in Ray Rice. First play was eighty yard touchdown run. And that was the I was like, yep, okay, they're not winning this game at all, <laughs> is how it just felt, because it was like the Ravens went in there, as they always do, mm-hmm. not scared, and they just blew the doors off of us. Yeah, that I think that was, that was Brady's first year back from the ACL, right? Mm-hmm. I believe, right? That, it, Dark days. Yeah, because <laughs> that was the stretch where we lost to the Jets in the first game, and then we lost to the Ravens, and it was like, oh, oh, what's going on with the Patriots? And then second dynasty happened after a couple years after, but mm-hmm. it's whatever. In the NFC, have you seen any clear-cut teams at all? Like, I mean, I think the Chiefs are the best team in the league. And then honestly, right now, the way it's playing out, the Saints are the second-best team to me. The Saints' defense is disgusting, yeah, Joe, and they're doing this with Taysom Hill. Joe and I were talking. That's basically what we said. Like, if you could only bet on one team, it would be the Chiefs for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. And yeah. then, and this is before they went off on their two- or three-game run with Taysom Hill. Mm-hmm. That we would probably pick the Saints, and that that succeeded further even without Drew Brees now. Yeah, their the, win streak. Because I did not expect this Taysom Hill project to work this well. No, I, he's as I say, Taysom Hill's been playing very, very well. It was always it was questionable at first. You're like Taysom Hill, especially when you brought James. in James. Yeah, like you got Taysom Hill. Like, and I actually didn't really see the highlights from this past Sunday. I know they won. I know his stats were good, but it sounds like he was really efficient. Oh, he was. Like, for some I reason, saw, see. No, he was throwing. He was throwing some darts like he has a strong arm but like obviously it's different when you're throwing into traffic or you're right or you're on actual just trick plays when he's doing it comparatively to just dropping back 30 times a game and he was throwing darts this week but the the seahawks are seahawks be my number two probably they're not for me after their losses they just have giants are a tough defense oh though. no the giants and the the giants and the football team they're actually those defenses are actually very good, which is going to put them in just about every game going forward. They Especially it, that West Coast to East Coast travel. That's always the, one that you look out for with those kind of teams. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not taking that game because the Giants defense is real. They're mm-hmm. actually good. But the Seahawks have just, they haven't looked great. <laughs> it's like 
they haven't been able all year to put a game together. It's like their offense will either go off or their defense will actually have a good game. Mm-hmm. They just can't. They're just scaring me because they can't. They don't seem to be able to put it together. And Russell Wilson over the last five, last six has not been the same Russell Wilson over was over the first six. Yeah, I'm a bet on Russell to kind of work his way out of that. Oh no, I mean if you're gonna bet, there's not many more quarterbacks in the NFC you're gonna bet over Russell Wilson. Yeah, because if Mahomes ain't the best quarterback in the league, Russell Wilson would be my next pick. Russell, so Aaron Rodgers is and playing. Rodgers, yeah, Rodgers, Rodgers has something is, to say about that. Rodgers is. He's quietly doing this thing. Yeah, watch out for the Packers. Watch out the for the Packers. Packers are interesting. They just can't. The NFC, like in the AFC, I think it's just going to come down to the Chiefs, and I think it'll be the Steelers. But the Steelers also could lose. But I think it's just going to be the Chiefs. And I don't remember what I started to cut you off. Go good. ahead, actually, go ahead. No, go I was going to say in the NFC, it legitimately only matters about matchups. Mm-hmm. It's just matchups wise. It's like because if the Packers see someone like the Bucks in the first or like. In the first round, actually, it could happen. I don't. I think the Bucks win that game, and it's just a physicality thing. I think there are certain teams who match up with the Saints well. I would say that, but Brady versus Rodgers in the playoffs, I think you're bringing out the best of both of them. Oh yeah, yeah, no. So I, even with the matchups there, I think it's kind of a that's kind of a wash. Oh yeah, but, the quarterback. That's why. It, that's why it comes down to teams because the quarterbacks in that situation are a wash. Because and then it comes down to like your. Basically, it comes down to battle of the trenches, your offensive line and defensive line. And the Packers have a really great pass blocking off. They have a great offensive line. And it's just, I don't know. I think that the Bucks would win that game, but the Packers would be, like, I think the Packers can beat the Saints. I think that would be, it's weird. I think it's going to all come down to who plays who. I want to say the Normally last does, but, yeah. two seasons. I think this year I picked Chiefs Seahawks, but I think the last two seasons prior to that, I picked Chiefs Saints to be my Super Bowl. If not, I know maybe one of those years was Patriots Saints, but I've had the Saints at least in my NFC Championship game probably the last four or yeah. five years, and it's crazy. This is probably the worst version of Drew Brees we have out of all of them. Yeah, and they still got the best chance in the NFC. So that says something to what Sean Payton has over there and that team, especially with Taysom Hill. Like they, he really is. I don't want to say NFC Belichick, but you can on the offensive side you can count on the Saints. Like think about how long the Saints would just been elite. You know what I mean? It's been a good 10-year run, really. Yeah, they've been very... And they might have missed the playoffs in there. I don't know, really know, because it seems like they're just there every year, but they're in the thick of things every year. They've been, over the last six, for sure, they have been right there. Because there was that stretch where they had like three or four, like seven and nine seasons, and that was because they had no defense. But then once they started to actually build upon... Those have been the years that the Panthers kind of hopped on top, right? Um, that was the difference between sometimes the Panthers, the Falcons. Like, that yeah, was Falcons a weird... That was, insane. that was more so the Falcons and Panthers because that was sometimes Cam and then sometimes Matt Ryan. But the Saints over the last few years are a sure bet, have been a pretty sure bet to make noise. And it's just if calls are going to go their way or what happens. And I mean, I've, the playoffs is where they need to prove themselves just because they lost to the Vikings twice. One was on the miracle. And then they lost to the Rams on the Nicole Roby Coleman, no call. So like, I, mean, I wouldn't say they need to prove themselves. I mean, they already, their, their core has already got a ring. Like we've seen what they can do. They, I guess I was just pointing out more. I so guess like, I mean, I guess like, yeah, no, they are consistent. I wouldn't say say prove themselves, no, but they 
the time is now. Let me put it that way. They've been, they've I mean, been so I, close. They've been just so close that like their window is closing. Oh, it's and closed after so this year. I that's believe. what I'm saying. Like the well, time is now. Is what I'm saying. Like they for need Drew to breeze for Drew Brees because I think whoever they move on from, whether it's Jameis or whether it's someone else, with Sean Payton as your quarterback or as your coach, you're gonna be okay. Yeah, yeah. Because he's proven now. It doesn't matter who he's really got at quarterback. If you give him a defense, they're gonna find a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, how do you, how do you feel about the Browns? They're surprising. They're for real. Uh, you know, Baker, who I've never been. I've never been a hater of Baker, but I've never thought he should have been the number one pick. I never thought he was the best quarterback mm-hmm. in that class. So I've mm-hmm. never thought he's his value's been overrated for his pick. You know what I mean? His yeah. value hasn't matched his pick, I should say. But this year, you know, Odell went down. They started kind of Browns-ish. Some bad losses, some good wins. Mm-hmm. And they kind of just quietly kept chugging along since the Odell Dave. injury. Baker's kind of kept his mouth shut. And they've just been winning, you know what I mean? And uh, they have an identity, and they, they have are a fucking really, coach. They don't have yeah. What's, they have, oh, God. Fred, yeah, <laughs> Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, they don't have Kitchens, and or Hugh Jackson, who obviously he didn't have a great team, but he still mm-hmm. didn't do great there. Mm-hmm. But they have an identity that is tried and true and works at any point in the year, and they have the best dynamic duo at running back we've seen in the last 10 years in Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. You have two top eight running backs in the league. Two top, probably, I'll say top 10, just how them got not going through it. And then you have a good offensive line. You've got Jarvis Landry who can win any one-on-one matchup with corners. And then you've got your players outside. No, going to spread the ball out. And then defensively, they can get after the passer and they're, they're a tough defense. They can stop the run. You, it's hard to run on them. So when you have the, when you're good up front, and then you have the running game, that's going to make you a formidable opponent against most everybody. So if we're breaking that down into tiers, right? Yep. Let's go. Let's go all NFL. All NFL. Let's go. Let's go by actually conference. So let's okay. go. For me, mm-hmm. I would go AFC, Kansas City in their own tier. I agree. And then. Challengers below them would be the Steelers, yep. Titans. I'm not gonna put the Browns there yet. I'm not gonna put the Browns there yet, but Steelers and Titans for me, for sure. I personally have the Bills in that next tier. Okay. I personally have them there. But I have the Brown. I have the Bills somewhere in between. Yeah, I was gonna say if they're, you don't, you they're don't. They're starting you do, to smell contenderish now. They're made, they're getting some legit mm-hmm. wins. You don't, you don't, you do, you do. Me personally, I agree with you. I have the uh, Chiefs and then the Steelers. Bills for me and the Titans go and then on. the Ravens can kind of move up into that group as the season goes on depending on how they perform they'd probably be in the next tier which is with the Colts with the Browns with you know pick your litter between the Dolphins Patriots uh you know Raiders that group and the Raiders would even be a group down below I, that I'm trying to think of I would have class. personally I would have the Chiefs then the Steelers Bills Titans then the Browns then I'd have the Browns, Colts, and then I would have... I'd probably have the Ravens there, yeah, too. The, the Browns, Colts, the Ravens. Then I'd have the Dolphins, Raiders, Patriots. Mm-hmm. And I think the Patriots aren't there more so just because of the place they're in and the passing does scare me. And that's... I get it. But like they can win games, obviously. If the Patriots but. take that next... If, they if can, the Patriots gain official pole position of that wild card spot, I'm they, putting them somewhere in between... The Ravens and Browns. Basically. I agree. I agree that um, I think that the Dolphins, I, uh, Raiders, and Patriots are on that like low of 
I don't think they're going to make noise, but they're playoff contenders. They're because playoff, like they're either in the playoffs or they're right on the outside. They're playoff contenders. The next ones are the playoff teams that can make noise depending on what they get and how they're playing at the time. Then the real contenders, and then what's your NFC tier look like? Because Saints are at the top right now with the Packers. Okay. I think it's Saints Packers. I think I'd edge the Saints, but the Packers are there too. The Rams. The Rams, the Seahawks, and the Bucks are in that next one. And then I would have the Cardinals, Vikings, and Giants. And the Ray and the football team. I'd have those three there. And then you have them one. in the middle tier? I'd have them in the third that um no, it was the Saints, Giants, and then it'd be as like your true like, Saints Packers. Sorry. Yep, sorry. Saints Packers in your top top, and then you'd have the Rams. Seahawks and Bucks in that next. Then you'd have the Giants, the Vikings, the Cardinals, and the football team in that next one. And the and probably the 49ers there too. Like you I think you have five teams there all in that hovering playoff-ish like they're going playoff contenders and all depending they could win a playoff game. Cuz I'd probably have the Giants and the football team below the Cardinals for me. Cardinals have looked like a young team the past few weeks, mm. but their top-end talent, I think, puts them over the top of any team in the NFC East, but especially those two. I agree. I agree that they have top-end talent. For me, personally, it's... I like the identities of the Giants and the football team right now. I hate saying that. That's true, but in a head-to-head matchup, I would take the Cardinals probably nearly going away really like if they had to win a game especially on their home field i'm taking the cardinals and kyler deandre and the crew but i, I think my i like the going, i like the way the football team's looking their defensive line is they look good they definitely look good there's both definitely more teams i the defensively and they look they look like the nfc east teams that you would See, like oh, in the early 2000s, almost the, the way they're playing. The Giants could make a little bit of noise, just like depending on where they got. If they had Saquon Barkley, man, but, that, that would be because then you'd actually have like a real like that star power of Kyler. Mm-hmm. Not that it's matched because quarterback, running back, quarterback's always going to win that. But you get that kind of I can go bust a 75 yard run at any point. That's mm-hmm. that adds a whole entire dynamic to that offense, but. I no, think, I, that's fair. If you have the Cardinals above, I personally, right now, with the way the Cardinals have been playing, I have them about the same playing field. I think my NFC tiers of contenders would be Saints, Seahawks, mm-hmm. and who else is up there? Packers. At the top? Packers. Saints being number one. Mm-hmm. Packers, Seahawks, two, three in some order. Yeah. Then that next group of who could be a contender but isn't a true contender right now would have the Bucks. I Rams. would have the Rams. Yes, Rams and Bucks are kind of right. Like Rams are looking good right now, which is why tomorrow's they such are, a scary they, game. Like their defense is scary. Jalen Ramsey's doing Jalen Ramsey things. They just have so much talent all they, around. They do. It's really and they're well coached. It really just comes down to how is Jared Goff going to play. I think if I had the Rams and Bucks match head to head, I'd have the Rams ahead of the Bucks. I believe. And that hurts me to say even with Tom Brady at quarterback. I but. I would too just because the Bucks haven't found their offense yet. Like Bruce Arians, I think at some point needs to just say, Tom, do what you do. Like just stop trying to – they go down – That situation is going to be real interesting they depending go down on what field, happens. They go downfield way too much. Like if – Their games are – I know how to 
call the defense against the Bucks game, and I'm not a coordinator. Like it's okay. They're gonna go. They're either gonna run a zone run to the outsides, or they're just gonna try to go deep. They're no motion, no anything. It's just if what the, you see is what you see. If the Bucks don't make the playoffs, I'd be very interested to see how this offseason plays out. Oh, that's gonna be hard for them not to make the playoffs. But uh, they're, they're in the wild card card. I just right now. I, if they don't make the playoffs, my it's goodness. possible. It is, but I. Uh, It'll be a very interesting offseason. Bruce Arians hates Tom Brady, which is at first it was funny, but now it's like, what the hell are you doing? You know what I mean? Because yeah, it's, it, it's the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, but, say, uh, they play the the that he throws them under the bus every damn chance he gets. They should like. if they miss the playoff. Th- that's a choke job. <laughs> I get the with the team that they have. They play the Vikings next week, who are vying for a playoff spot. So this game's huge. They drop the seven and six. That changes everything. This is a must win. Then they play the Falcons, Lions, Falcons. There is no reason you should lose. There's just no reason they should. They not should, easy games though. Depending on they what Falcons end, team shows up. Yeah, true. They should end at worst ten and six. There's no reason why they can't win out. We will see. I. I do not want to be. I don't even want to know what Tom Brady. I I really wonder what Tom Brady's postseason press conference would be if he didn't make the playoffs. Like, because he's so good at like obviously just saying the right thing and not showing his real emotions. Yeah. I find it hard to believe he wouldn't just like chew Bruce Arians out after the year. And he wouldn't. But like, and like, and also at the same time, like he's not. He's not with Bill Belichick anymore, and it's not like the Patriot way. He has more leeway to say what he wants to say, and he's forty three and the almost unquestioned goat. So yeah, <laughs> he gets to say what he wants to say whenever he wants to. Really, I don't think he would, but I, oh, mean, I don't he would think deserve he, to. I don't think he would, but he definitely feels more the option to say I would, something. I would have figured this marriage would have worked a lot better the way Arians has been with quarterbacks in the past. He revived Carson Palmer's career. Um, you know, seems like veteran quarterbacks would be his thing, but he's really just. Throws right out of the bus any chance he can. Uh, doesn't seem to take any accountability for the offense. He doesn't. Uh, he be, needs- and he doesn't like the Antonio Brown signing at all, which I, I understand. But it really seems like he wants to be fired almost. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I think it may also be he's always trying to make sure that if they do something that he's getting credit for it. <laughs> because a lot of people are going to. It seems like it. Like It just seems like he's always trying to make it seem as if like. I'm the guy in charge here. Like Brady came in and he's, but Which he's I can one of my from, players. I can understand that from a coach's perspective. Oh, I do too. I get that, but I'm especially that, in the NFL, it just at some point it's some point. If you want to win, sometimes you really need to push your ego to the side. Oh like, yeah, for sure. Like sometimes it is nice to just let LeBron or Mike do their thing because they're that good, or nice nice to let Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes go out there and do what they do best because. They're all time great, so you just need to sometimes let the great players be great, and that's sometimes the best attribute of a coach is not hindering the greatness of your players. I agree with that. I I don't think he hinders Brady as much, though. I just think he misuses throws him, him under. I don't even know if he misuses him. For I me, just, his offense misuses him personally because I see a lot of what they do in New England too. With the underneath route, they're, they're starting doing. to do more of it. They just go down the field way too much. Bra- There's no reason why Brady should have 12 picks this season, and it's because he puts the ball in harm's way because that's what the play calls for. And a lot of them have been downfield 
trying to hit Mike Evans 35 yards up, up the rope, and then it's just underthrown a little bit in a pick. True. So I mean, just, I also, those are the ones that are just like. I would also say though, if Tom's gonna take, I've seen some bad decisions out of Tom Brady. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not saying all there's twelve is not. So he's definitely there's not definitely some great deep balls. shots. But I also know Tom Brady has wanted to prove his downfield mm-hmm. prowess. No, you know no what that's I mean? both. Of, both are true. You can't have twelve picks and have all of them be the coach's fault. You're the guy throwing the ball. I'm I just d- saying the scheme doesn't fit perfectly for Brady, in my opinion. I think it's more. A, like not having that true preseason workouts with the oh, team. Oh, 100%. So this is going pretty much exactly, like almost exactly how I expected to go with Tom Brady, which is more picks, communications off, like all that. And then obviously the hot moments where he is hitting everybody in stride when he is putting drives together. Mm-hmm. It is going to be interesting to see them coming off of a, a bye where they have two weeks together just to really get together. And then this last home stretch of, Brady turning it on because it's okay. It's playoff time. Like now it's playoff time. This yeah, is, we'll see. I was say tougher for, conference too. For as much it is for as much as it's for as much as it's Belichick season, it's Brady season. Oh yeah, absolutely. so like doesn't say just just as much as it's Belichick's time. November, December, January, February. Same thing with Brady, obviously. So, but his Novembers look shaky. This, oh, so this, oh, this his November one. looks shaky. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, no, you're right. It is. It's a. Uh, I don't know. It will be very. I. I don't know which way it's gonna go. I would not be surprised to see it go south. I don't think it will, because I mean, I'm gonna bet on Tom Brady, but I would not be surprised to see this go left. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just. It's a tough conference. It really is, is. especially with Lions firing Matt Patricia. Finally, I hope he never comes back to the Patriots. Um. <laughs> As I've, I, oh God, you hate him. It's just true. Like I truly, we're up here talking about the Patriots and Tom Brady in a six and six, seven and five season because yeah, we're Patriots fans, so it's nauseating for everyone to listen to. Uh huh. But imagine if we didn't have Matt Patricia as a defensive coordinator, you would have to hit, sit up here and listen to us talk about the ten straight rings we got in the fucking two thousand tens. I'm not even kidding. Like you can't the what. I'm watching what I'm watching Belichick do with this defense of no no starting linebackers, a young secondary anchored by Stephon Gilmore and J.C. Jackson. So it's not really that young, but we got some rookies in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Young defensive line, and they look like any Patriots defense from the past, like yeah. just flying around. And the years we did not look like you know an aggressive flying around defense, which is what a Belichick defense looks like. That we had the most, some of the most disgusting offenses we've ever had. That was the Aaron Hernandez, Rob Gronkowski days, where we actually like we could do op- anything. Putting up thirty four was not enough. Was like not hard. The creativity, the lack of creativity that Matt Patricia had with the defense. Like I literally can't believe it. Like we, we that's would- all I could think about when I was watching the game last week. I'm like seeing Chase Winovich. Drop back in the coverage, pick off a ball. If that was Matt Patricia, <laughs> and also been we like, never blitzed. Like we that's don't, what I'm we saying. Never had pass, no, we no didn't creativity. Have pass rushers, but like we never blitzed. It was, oh well, third and eight. You know, we're not coming with any heat. It's just all right. Look, he's gonna have three seconds to go figure out who's open. Here's what I'll say. This is a two part thing about the 2010 to about 2013 ish Patriots. Before, really, before Devin McCourty made his room for move from corner to safety is it seemed like wow like we just don't have the 
defensive talent of the past. Like it was Will Fork. We had Gerard Mayo, Brandon Speck. We actually had a good linebacking core. Mm-hmm. And then a really young secondary. It was with McCordy, Patrick Chung. They were just starting out. Mm-hmm. McCordy, like I said, was a corner. Kyle Arrington and whoever at Strong. There was Brandon Merriweather for a little bit. Yeah. It just seemed less talented. Fast forward to an hour, we are actually less talented. And that defense, as of the last three weeks, looks a lot better than any like games I can even think. Like any big games out of that era I can think of. Yeah. The only one that I can think that's like really like, oh, they did their job was that, to his credit in the playoffs, like that Ravens game win. I think it was Billy Cundiff missed the field goal. I think that was like a 17 14 game. Yeah. And that giant Super Bowl where we had nobody on defense seemed that way. 21 17. 21 17. That defense did a lot better than I was expecting. Aside from that, the Rob, Eagles. Healthy Rob Gronkowski would win that game. That's probably true too. Well, yeah, we win that game because that was kind of a slugfest. That that game was a mixture, and we don't want to get too much into it. But you know, it's more, like any game, it's one or two plays there, and the Patriots win. Well, I mean, um, literally, if the game goes exactly the same, the hail mary would have been caught by Gronk. If like if you've watched that, how many times Gronk would have got there? If that's probably a safer bet, yeah. But um, but and that's just one play alone. But the Eagles Super Bowl, where you had Tom Brady throw for over five hundred yards, you'd say, yeah. Yeah, he's winning that game. I'm probably taking Tom Brady in that game. Found a way to lose. Pat Patricia, whatever his name is. Mm -hmm. I'm putting that one on you. Yeah. (laughs) Pat Patricia. I gotta... I hope he never comes back. That's all. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm fine. You good? Yeah, keep going. Um, I was... uh... So yeah, no, we've had a bit of a break. We've had you know busy times. Now getting to less busy times mm-hmm. for me, at least with the with work. Uh, but, yeah, um, I'm still a little bit busy until Christmas time at the store, just because you're gonna have more people now than at any other point. It's different because it's COVID, but yeah. But next week we got, got a little bit of an NBA episode with the season coming up. It's mm-hmm. hard to believe. That the season's in 13 days it, it's our, it feels like it just ended yesterday, but it feels great that it's already in, coming back. I feel exactly... For me, at least I feel like it ended yesterday. Yeah, it pretty much does. I feel exactly how I felt last NFL season, but reversed. Like So when the NFL first came back, I... That was in the middle of the NBA comeback. I think they were in the playoffs at that point. It would have been September. So yeah, they were probably yep. in the semifinals at that point yes they were. i was like whatever about the nfl because it was mid nba and we're not used to having playoff basketball in the fall yeah that's exactly kind of how i feel about the nba right now like love my celtics have high hopes for the season but like we're I in the don't. thick of things in the nfl right now like, I, don't I don't even care, honestly like you don't care about the nba right now no because ca- I, I mean i care but i'm like oh of course i'm, I'm gonna ca- be so glad i would not be upset night. if they had to push it back like two weeks to yeah, start like but it doesn't make a difference to me like i'm so glad it's coming i definitely back. care i don't want to say i don't oh, care sorry, but i don't want to make it sound like that i'm just saying i'm not as excited football, as i normally am comparatively to football like it's just like normally on when the off season's going on i know like every single move that's going on in the nba right now I don't I don't remember a lot of them because I've been paying so much attention to football and it's just because of the NBA is coming back and it's week 14 or it's going to be week 16 of the NFL when they come back which I kind of like. I want this I want December basketball like start date. I want that from 2020 until forever. Like I never 
want. Christmas Day should be the first day at games. Yeah, which is weird they didn't start it on Christmas Day this year. I don't yeah, know why they didn't just hold dumb. it off three I days. I thought that was dumb. But, but whether it was a season opener, I, like this is, basketball season is in October, so I never understood why they started there. I yeah, mean, neither did I. guess that starts back in the 60s or whatever, but, you know, I, mm. I hope forever now, like, it just starts in December, ends in... August. Yeah, August around there. And then you get your draft in September. It, and then that'd it be, flows so much better. Because Basketball in the have, summer, that's perfect. It's perfect because then you have basketball going right into preseason football. And then you have the draft going into like the beginning of football. And then for the people who do like baseball, you have playoff baseball right there. And then you have the NFL season. You never... Yeah. Because normally you get from mid-June until... September, you don't care about sports unless you're a baseball nut. Yeah, so I mean, like, or you or care about Olympics. sports. You still have that off season stuff, but it's yeah, not. It's, it's, it's not an not, exciting time. It's not no... every single day you're wa- sitting down wanting to watch something, or there's big games on. It's yeah. just like, eh, it's a dry time. It's uh, it's okay like, unless cool. it's like unless unless it's like World Cup Olympic season. Yeah, like I was you gonna said. say the Olympic season. Yeah, which is weird. We get the Olympics in 2021 this year. Yeah, that is weird. And yeah, it's really weird. It's gonna be. Next 12 months of sports is going to be very fun. It will be. Very I can't wait. Fun. Can't very wait. Uh, yeah, let's continue. Let's continue the NBA starting in December. That's my hope and dreams for the rest of eternity, really. I, I agree. And I agree. Yeah, that's how it should be. Then we'll have that intermeshing with, I think I just made up a word, intermeshing. Have that intersecting with postseason NFL. That's perfect to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Little NBA episode coming up for you guys next week. We're excited. We'll let you know how uh, the draft turns out. Let you know all the controversy there, if any. And uh, let's hope not. Actually, yeah. let's hope there is. I'd love controversy. Stay safe. Really? I thought you. I thought you don't like controversy. I like controversy, but I'm not in it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> like when I get to watch it, I love controversy. I don't really care to. I don't really care to be in the middle of controversy. Got but you, watching got you. it's great. Got you. We'll be back. Everybody stay safe. COVID cases are rising everywhere. Wear your mask. Do whatever you got to do. Social distance. Hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. We'll be back.